Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thanks, thank you, worship team. Thank you so much for ushering towards the presence of the Lord. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. Hallelujah. They do a great job, these guys, don't they? It's not entertainment. It's not uh, trying to please us. It's not uh, trying to uh, lighten us, but it is just to draw us closer to the presence of God. Amen. Just to get us to that uh, place and encourage us because the world is just full of negativity and things that are terrible, that uh, pull us down, that pull, pin us down, that make us feel useless. But uh, when you get into the presence of God, you feel that uh, he says you are worthy. And if we are worthy to God, that's all that matters. Amen. Um, I've been, I've been a few days off my job, uh, just resting a little bit, and I've been talking to people over the phone in different nations, and when I talk to them, every time they're talking to me about what they're going through, the afflictions over their children, over their family, and sometimes even themselves. And I got a phone call from one guy that we worked together, and he told me how his son was uh, really uh, affected by the enemy and his mother at the same time. But he rang me because he said to me, I know that you are a man of faith, and I believe that uh, you could probably say a prayer. <laughs> I said, uh, I will say a prayer, but we will say a prayer together because it's not me that has to pray, but it is us that have to pray. Amen. So we have to stand together, and we stood together, and we prayed over the phone for his family. And he found after two days, he says, things were very good. But when I thought about it later on, I realized that uh, it's not only in the world. We also have the same problem in the church. And uh, at the moment, here in our church, we have a few brothers and sisters that are going through um, pain and sickness and all that. And... Um, I'd like us to just stand together and, and believe as believers in Christ that we know that uh, there is power in prayer. I just wanted us to take just two minutes, please, if we could. We could just stand and pray for these people that uh, some are in hospital at the moment. We just lift, up, lift them up to the Lord. They are not, uh, they're not done because they are in the hands of God. Amen. So we want to lift them up and commit them into the hands of God. We don't care and we don't uh, worry about uh, the affliction. But we know that God, who is our God, has them and has the power to change things. Amen. So I just want us to lift them up all together. We pray for our pastors, their, their family, the afflicted members, their families. And everybody else, Lord, we want to pray for them and ourselves in here that the blood of Jesus covers us all. Amen. So let's just lift up the pastors and their family for strength, for power, for uplifting of their spirit, men. That the devil not whisper any negativity into their heads. 
and healing. Amen. Let's just lift them up now when we pray. Father, we come before your throne, Lord, as a body of Christ, Lord. And we stand here in the name of Jesus Christ, your son. Father, we lift up our pastors, Pastor John, Pastor Joanna, and their family into your hands, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. You know, Lord, what they're going through. You know where they are at. Father, we pray that your hand will be upon them in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, we speak strength into their bodies. We speak strength into their bodies right now in the name of Jesus. We command the power of the devil to be gone in Jesus' name. We cast it out. We bind it and we cast it out in the name of Jesus. We lift up Jackie. We lift up Francis in hospital right now, Lord. Wherever they are, Father God, there is no distance in the spirit. We lift them up, Lord. We pray that the ministering angels go forth right now and bring life into their bodies in the name of Jesus. We call them back into life, alive and strong and well. In Jesus' name, we say, devil, you have no hold on them. You have no hold on them. These are children of God. You have no hold on them. And we declare healing over them in the name of Jesus. We speak healing. We speak healing over them in the name of Jesus Christ. We set them free. The blood of Jesus set them free. And every bit of it was paid off. Christ paid it all. And therefore they are healed in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Thank you, church. This is what we need to do to pray for one another. And this is what we need to do even when we are at home. Because the devil is always there. The Bible says, roaring like a, like a lion, seeking whom he may devour. And he can do these things before you have time to come to church. He can do these things before you have time to even phone somebody else. But you have the power on the inside of you to stand up and start praying. Amen. These are not, these are not uh, good times at all. These are terrible times. And you know that you are equipped. And you know that you have the power on the inside of you. And you have to stand up. When you see a sign in your child, your daughter, your husband, your, your family member, when you hear the sign, you see the sign, that is the time to stand up and start praying. Amen. Don't wait. I'll, I'll find out how they're feeling tomorrow or next week. That is a telltale. And you kill it from the telltale. Amen. You destroy it from the root. As soon as it starts, you destroy it. Amen. And that can only be destroyed by the prayer. The prayer of a fervent man, a righteous man availeth much. So your prayer brings a big change. Your prayer does a lot of things. Your prayer shakes the spiritual realm. Amen. So you can destroy that by just standing up and declaring because God has given us his power. And we are there to declare his power over our life and our situations in Jesus' name. Amen. So when I was uh, looking over these things that I, I um, experienced over my time off, I was just going through the word, and uh, the word brought me right back, right back to the start of the word. You know, God has given us his word for, for us to commune with him and all that. And he took me right back. He says, in the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. In the beginning, God 
created the heaven and the earth. That's very in the beginning. So at the center of it all, at right at the beginning is God. Amen. And then I went on to read a few scriptures. I just didn't read them right through, but I just was checking. And I found every scripture, every verse that followed after that. And God said, and God called, and God said, and God said, and God said, and God made, and God blessed, and God created again, and God made, and God made, and God made. And everything started from God. So God was the originator of who we are today. He created us to commune with him. Amen. So I realized then that uh, this life that we live in, right in the middle of it all, everything that we go through, at the, right in the center is God. Whichever way we look at it, whichever way we look, is God. So God is right in the middle. That's how I came up with my, 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 uh, my headline for my message, God in the midst. So God is right in the middle, right in the center of it all. Thank you, Jesus, for that. Hallelujah. Praise you, Lord. So um, he is the originator of all that is, and the fear of him is the beginning of all wisdom. So he is the creator, and he is what we all are. And now fearing him, having the fear, having the fear is not having the trembling fear that we, we, we know as human beings, but the fear, the reverence to know that this is my God and I need to worship him and I need to acknowledge him. I need to accept him. I need to know that this is my maker and I owe it to him. But then he has shown that he loves us so much. Amen. Because in this world, it's just full of, uh, it's just full of uh, evil. But when we draw close to him, uh, he gives us the wisdom. This wisdom that we get is the ability to stay away, to depart from evil and stay within his statutes, stay within his boundaries where he protects us, where we are not doing our own thing, but we are doing things according to what he's instructing us to do. Um, <clears throat> that reminded me, uh, it took me uh, back um, that... Uh, he did this because he loved us, I think, as, all, as we all know, according to John 3:16, And I was reminded uh, during the time of Moses, because he loved his children, and he seen his suffering, crying from Egypt, and he sent Moses to go and bring them out of slavery. But there's one question that Moses asked him, uh, that he doesn't have the ability, but if he goes and tells them that he has to help them to be set free, and they ask, who sent you, who shall I say sent me? And God himself said, you tell them, the I am sent me. The I am that is the originator, the God, the one that is in the middle, the one that can, the only one that can see affliction in people and come and has the ability to come and rescue them, to come and save them, to come and bring them to a place of safety, to bring to a place of joy and peace. Amen. So Moses realized that, and when he went, he had this strength on the inside of him because, because God said to him, 
my grace will go with you, my grace will go with you. So that means when Moses went, he was not alone. He was with God. And God was in everything that he did. And also Moses made sure that uh, because he had this confidence, because he had this encounter with him at the bush, remember. So every time he had to make a, a step or every time he had a, a counter uh, coming from the Pharaoh, he went back to God and inquired, what do I do next? This is what he said, or this is what they have done. What do I do next? And at every turn, God kept giving directions, giving him directions, giving him directions until the children of Israel were out of there. And that showed and that proved even to the children of Israel that God was in the middle. Amen. So God was in the center of their life. And... Um, so after we see all this, God has given us his word as well in uh, Zephaniah, uh, Zephaniah 3 and verse 17. It says, the Lord thy God in the midst of thee is mighty. The Lord thy God in the midst of thee is mighty. He will save and he will rejoice over thee with joy. He will rest in his love. He will joy over thee with singing. So Zephaniah is telling us what there was prophesied to the children of Israel, that the Lord our God is mighty, mighty in power, mighty in doing, mighty in everything. So the Lord our God is mighty. We are going through a situation right now on this earth, and in some places it gets a bit a bit uh, heavier than other places and destroying lives and all that but he, his word is telling us today that the lord thy god in the midst of thee is mighty so whatever we are going through whatever is coming against us we must know that the lord in our midst is mighty amen he is able to save and he will save and he will rejoice over the joy, over thee with joy. He will rest in his love. He will joy over thee with singing. So that's the Lord God our God that will enjoy this when we are close to him, when we move with him, when we stay with him, when we listen to what he does and we do what he tells us to do. He's going to bring us to this place. Amen. So he, we have come a long way. We get into terrible things because of the way we say or we decide. But the Lord is forever standing there and waiting for us because he's a good God. Because he told us in John 3.16 that he loves us so much. Amen. And he's given us a scripture that uh, encourages us in Isaiah 41 in verse 10. Um. It says, do not fear, for I am with you. Do not fear, for I am with you. Just as we said God is in the midst, he's with us. He is telling us there in Isaiah that we should not fear. We should not be worried. We should not be bothered because he is with us. He is with us. Church, we should know that we, God is with us. When he sent his son, he said, he shall be called Emmanuel, translated God with us. There again, we find God with us. So God is right in the midst. He's here with us today to see how 
through what we're going through, how we encourage each other, how do we feel on the inside, how do we lift each other up, how do we support each other, because he's here in the midst, and he will help us, and he will strengthen those that are a bit weak through those that are stronger, to strengthen each other, to lift each other up, and to know and to trust in the God Almighty. Amen. Because he is mighty. Thank you, Jesus. And then in Isaiah 43 and 2, it says, When you pass through these waters, I will be with you. When you pass through these waters, I will be with you. When you go through the fires, you shall not be burnt. What does that mean? That means, he says, they will not overwhelm you. It means when you go through the situations that we are going through, we will go through them. We will go through them. We will pass through them. Amen. But they shall not overwhelm us. We shall not be burned. We go through the fire. Sometimes we think God must take the fear from us, but sometimes for us to get the strength, we have to go through that fear. Amen. So we go through the waters. He says, you shall go through these waters, pass through the waters, and he will carry us through right up to the other side. We will go through the waters. We will feel the waters. We will feel the turbulence of the waters. We will feel the, the motions in the, in, the, in the oceans, in the heavy waters. We will feel the heat that comes from the fire. We will feel that. He says, you will go through this, but I am with you. Amen. So if he is with us, that means we are safe. You remember those three Hebrew boys that refused to bow before Nebuchadnezzar's idol? And they said, we are not going to bow. We only bow to one God. And he says, do you know the penalty? You'll be thrown in the fire. They said, your will be done, Lord. But uh, even... Our God, we know our God in the middle of us is going to rescue us. But even if he doesn't, even if he doesn't, we still stand by that. Praise the Lord. These were men of faith. Don't you think so? Our God is going to rescue us. But even if he doesn't, that doesn't make us change our mind. We are still not going to bow before your, your, your statue. We stand by our God that we know is in the midst of us. And these guys were cast in the fire, as you all know. And then, and then, when the king went to see, all the people went to see in the furnace, and they saw a fourth person. And they said, how many people did we put in there? Three. How come there's four? That looks like a son of a man. And that was the fourth man. God in the midst. Amen. God in the midst of those guys. Because they proved that they can stand. And they understood this scripture. When you go through the waters, I will be with you. When you go through the fire, you shall not be burnt. Amen. He's not talking about deliberately going and stepping in the fire in, in a bucket. He's talking about going the, through the, the heat of the life of things that come to destroy you. And having that faith to trust that he will come to your rescue. That he will come in the midst of it all and lift you out and get you through it all for his glory. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. And we have the other one again that showed his presence in the midst of us in Daniel. Daniel also 
was a man that went under the scrutiny of the king and he was thrown into the den of lions. And he thought that was the end of himself. But he knew that God, the one that he prayed every day, the reason that he was put in prison for worshipping, he knew that he trusted him. And he knew that he would rescue him. He knew that he would lift him up and bring him back to safety. And they threw him in there. And they opened the door. And the Daniel was making the, the chest of the lion his pillow. Can you imagine that? That cannot be done by God. Amen. So that's God in the mist. God in the midst. So he will never leave us. Never leave us. So we should never shake. We should never cry. But we should just call on his name. Amen. No matter what happens, even if you throw us into the fire, but we know our God rescues. We know our God will bring us to safety. We know our God. Even if we're lying on the bed right now, but we know our God is bringing healing on his wings. Amen. Even the people are sleeping at home right now and they don't know what to do. They don't know what is coming against them. But we know that God has healings on his wings. Praise the Lord. So we have God in the midst of us. So we need not to worry. Once we have God, once we have Christ on the inside of us, we have this power, we have this strength, we have this protection that is within us, that we have, that we carry, that we can also reach out to other people. And they can also get saved from the heat, from, from whatever they're going through. Amen. You remember bringing another one of uh, Christ. Uh, they were going on the other side and they went on the boat. And the Bible says there was much, much, much waves that pounded against the, bo the, the, the boat. And, and they, the disciples thought they were, they were going to capsize. They were going to drown. They were going to die. And they looked in the boat, the Bible says, and Christ was sleeping, his head on the pillow, resting nice and easy. God in the midst. And they woke him up. Don't you care, Master, don't you care that we die? And he woke up. Where is your faith? And what did he do? He commanded the wind to stop. Peace, be still. And he says there was a great calm. God in the midst. So he has given us all these scriptures and shown us all these ways because he knew that we are going to go through things like this. He knew we are going to go through days like this today. People in the church lying down sick. People, families of members that pray sick at home. Children sick, not feeling well. Things not going well. He knew things will come. But he has given us his word, guys. He has given us his word. He has given us declarations. He has given us promises. And we just need to go by them and stay in them and go through the word. It is very important. That's why it's very important to go to Bible school and learn. You're not learning to be a preacher or whatever if that's not your calling. You are learning to know, to be equipped, to have this. This is our weapon. This is our weapon, our shield. This is where we get it all. Even on your own, on your own. If you know the scriptures, walking in the middle of darkness because something has happened, you have to walk and you're so afraid. 
But if you have the scriptures on the inside of you, you they come back up and you start declaring them. Amen. You will not fear and you will not be attacked and you have this and God is with you and you are my shield, you are my buckler. I will go through this. Amen. God is in our midst. So we must always know this, always remember this. We are not here to cry and, and put our heads onto the side because uh, some of our members are feeling well, unwell or something like that. No, we are here to stand and to pray for them. Amen. We will stand for them, we will pray, we will call out to our God because we know that he hears and he answers prayer. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. And then I want to take you to another scripture there that says, uh, uh, what, what makes us go through all these things and what did God expect us to do? It's in Matthew 6 and verse 33, and it says, uh, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. Seek first the kingdom of God and his right way of doing things. And then all these things that we need, he knows that we need these things. And all these things that we need shall be added to us when we seek his kingdom and the right way, the right way of doing things. Amen. And the right way of doing things is all in his word. We have it all in here. Proverbs are full of it. Psalms are full of it. Scriptures are full of it. I've quoted a few these scriptures that help us to know and to understand that God is in the middle of everything that we do. He will never leave us nor forsake us. He will carry us through as long as we hold on to him. When we seek God, we have to be a people of prayer. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. As we were talking now, I was just thinking that, uh, you see, we talk about the word, we talk about everything else, we talk about Christ, we talk about God, but what is it that really connects us to God? What is it that really releases that power that comes from heaven? What is it? I'll give you, I have a few, four, of them, but today I'll just release two because there's no time. But the first one is prayer. Prayer and the word together. Prayer and the word together. Amen. A church that prays, a family that prays, a people that pray, that call upon the name of the Lord, will never be downtrodden. Amen. So a church that prays, a family that prays, a people that pray, they will always be able to stand no matter how things go bad. It does not mean when you see somebody walking and nicely shown like this uh, that everything is all, all going well. But I tell you what, maybe when they woke up that morning, they just got out of bed because things are so bad and they just started praying in the spirit. Amen. This is what we need to do. Pray, pray as a church. As, and when we get together, we must pray. When I get here, we ask, can we all stand and pray? Because there is power. When we pray, there is power. When we lift all our voices together in one accord and call upon the name of the Lord. Amen. So he hears. So a church that prays together 
is a powerful church. A church that stays in the word, a church that preaches the word, is a powerful church. Amen. So nobody should ever feel we, uh, uh, they, are, they are not worthy, they, are not, uh, they can't do this, they, they can't do this. I think I've said it before that every one of us here has a gift, but we need to get into the word to understand what he has asked us to do for his kingdom. Amen. Every one of us here is required in the body of Christ. Every one of us. But we need to tap into our gifting and, and operate in it. And how do we know? If we get into the word, we get to understand these things. And God begins to talk to us as well. And begins, begins to push you in the direction that he has called you to do that work for the kingdom. Amen. Um, the Bible reminds us also in Matthew 24:35 that heaven and earth shall pass away, but my word will never pass away. So heaven and earth, this earth that we're working in today, giving us problems, will pass away. But his word will not. His word, he says, will stay. So we should keep his word right in the bottom of our heart. That's why he told Joshua, Moses, my servant, is going, but you are going to take over. But this word of mine, you shall meditate on it. Keep it in your heart. Meditate on it day and night. And that's how you will find ways. That's how you find victory. That's how you, you, you get set free. That's how you, you conquer, by staying in the word of God. Amen. So we need to do that. We need to keep this word on the bottom of our hearts because this is our weapon. This is how God has equipped us. This is how we are able to stand. To go out there in the middle of everything when everybody else has written things off, has written us even off. And we are able to stand there that we are going to go through this. Our God is going to do it we, because we are praying. Amen. Let people ring you and phone you. When you say it, I want to tell you this, when you talk about Christ, when you talk about prayer, when you talk about all these things and testimonies, people laugh sometimes. Ah, oh, do you think that really happens? Oh, yes, it does. But I tell you something. The same people, when they are alone, they do that when there's a lot of people. When they are alone and they're facing a problem, they lift up the phone, they remember you. Amen. They remember you. And then they phone you. Oh, could you please say a prayer for us? Oh, now you, now you believe the prayer. So this is a problem with us. We wait until we are really downtrodden, until things are really, really bad. Then we think, then we remember God. Oh, I think I, I, I better try that God. I, I believe I heard, or uh, I think he can do it then. Then we only come. But it shouldn't be that way. We should stay in there. Stay in the word. Stay with him. That is how we connect. That is how we grow. That is, he says he lifts us from glory to glory in his word. That means we draw closer and closer to him. Understanding him more and more and more. Just as a, a girl and a boy start to meet, they, they phone each other and then sometimes it starts to break up a little bit. And, but it depends now on how they communicate. How they communicate the communication will, bring, will draw them closer because they begin to understand each other. They begin to appreciate each other. And they begin to be unable to do without each other. Amen. 
you get to a point that you wake up and you go to work and you feel something is amiss and you realize, I never said a prayer today. Amen. So that is the communication that you have. That is the communication that you do with your Lord. And the Lord is the same. He misses you when you don't come before his throne. He misses you when you don't call, when you don't talk to him, when you don't tell him your problems. He misses you. He knows you have these problems. But my daughter will not come and tell me these things because he doesn't trust me probably. But he's given us his word, people. And this word is a trust in God, trust in him. Do not lean on your own understanding that I think I'll try and sort it out. I'll try and do this. Call upon the name of the Lord. Father, I have this problem. No matter it's too small, just lift it up to him. I have this problem. Please help me to sort it out. Please send somebody to help me. You'll be surprised somebody coming to give you the money that you're looking for. Somebody coming to give you the very thing that you are asking for. And you wonder, how did you know I just felt I should do this? That's God in the midst. He can send a Christian. He can send a non-Christian. He can send a very lowly person. He can send a very high person. Amen. That's God in the middle. So all we need to know is that he is more than able, more than able to meet all our needs. Hallelujah. So the second one um, on prayer was uh, just to give you a bit uh, or remind you one or two is in James, in James uh, uh, 5 and in 13, he tells us that uh, if any of you, if anyone, if anyone needs anything, if anyone needs help, let them pray. Let them pray. So that means prayer is the only way. This is the only key that will unlock this door that we need opened. Door to unlock into health. Door to unlock into success. Door to unlock into our desires is prayer. And connection with God. Stay in contact. Stay in contact with God every day. Do not miss a moment. You know, when you go into prayer, you really need to take time and, and stay and say, I am now going before the presence of the Almighty. He says, the Almighty, the, the God in the midst of thee is mighty. So you must know you are going in the, before the mighty. You see these phones here, these phones nowadays, they, um, they really distract us. So if you have an appointment to go and pray, take this phone and leave it in the lounge and go to your closet. Let it ring. Let, have missed calls, 60 missed calls if you're a busy person. <laughs> and come back, oh my goodness, 60 missed calls. Yes, and they're all asking you, where, where were you? Where were you? Where? I've been looking for you. I've been looking for you. I've been phoning five times. I've been... And you tell them, I was with the Lord. Amen. I was with the Lord. I was in his presence. I was in the presence of the Almighty. And they say, you believe in that? Oh, yes, I do. People sometimes, they, they shy away if somebody asks them that, do you really believe in God? Do you really believe? Uh, you know, my mom, they start, my mom, my grandmama. No, tell them, I do. I do. He has done things for me that I know is faithful. And it is me that knows. Not, I'm not doing it on behalf of somebody else. I'm not standing before God because of somebody else. I'm standing because I know that he is able. 
Amen. So you tell them, I've been with my Lord. I've been, if you phone me, if you have a routine time, you tell them, if you phone me around five o'clock, half past four, or seven or whatever time you have, if you phone me, you won't find me. If, or if I don't answer, I am in worship and in prayer. Amen. And you find that uh, we, we, we will conquer. The only problem is Sometimes we get reluctant. Sometimes we get to a place and we feel a bit too comfortable. And then we slacken down, we slacken off, we take the foot off the pedal. It's only again when things start to shake up, the boat starts to rattle up a little bit, then we, we have to go back again. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, I have to come back. I backslid in a little bit. I don't backslide. Don't backslide. Don't backslide. Stay in there. Stay in there. Don't let anything push you back. The enemy will always bring these things that are very enticing to us. And he knows once he pulls us off the, off the, 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 the platform, off the way we operate things onto the side, then he has us. And it's again very difficult to try and get back where we were. It's very hard. So we got to stay in with the Lord. Stay in there. Move once and stay in there. Amen. Psalms 91 uh, uh, says, He that dwells in the secret place of the Most High. That secret place that you go to, you put the phones aside, you put everything aside, you quieten everything down and you go and you talk to the Lord. You don't have to shout, you can pray in your heart, but you are talking to God. Put those things aside and show him that you are putting him first. Some people go to pray, and now again, again, they look at their phone, <laughs> and they pray again, and now again, they, and then they answer, and then they answer the, the message, and then they put again. <laughs> now that's divided attention. I don't even think if you are in a relationship, you would do that, isn't it? Your partner will say, "Would you put that phone away?" <laughs> yeah, but we want to do it with God. We want to pray and text and put it aside and pray and text and pray and answer a quick phone. I'll phone you back just now then and put it. Just take it away so that you are completely focused on God. Amen. Praise the Lord. And you remember the, in Acts, in Acts the, uh, uh, Paul and Silas were in prison. And they were imprisoned in there. They were taken in even if they were Romans and they were chained up and everything else and the Bible tells us all they did was praise the God, amen they praised God and worshipped God and sang all night long and what, did, what happened they were set loose they were set free because there is power in prayer there is power when you call upon his name concentrate on calling his name. Concentrate and show him that you trust him. You believe in him. And you believe in everything that he says he is and will do for you. Amen. And the other one is uh, praise. We need to praise the Lord. You see, when we come into church, we start with uh, praise and worship. And uh, I don't know, but... Uh, I want you to understand that there is power just in worship alone, just in worship, praising God, worshiping him, singing psalms to him. Uh, I have done that 
with one person before that I was praying with, we were praying for something. But the day they, pray, they phoned to say we, we needed to pray again, I said, today we're not going to pray. We're not going to cry. We're not going to say anything. We're just going to worship. And we just worshiped. Worshipped and worshipped. I think we had about a couple of songs. That's all we did. Lifted the name of God. Lifted the name of God and worshipped him and worshipped him. We love you, God. We know you love you. We know you're faithful. You know you're for us. We worship you, God. There's no one like you, Lord. Give us a heart like yours. Worshipping him and worshipping him and worshipping. And we never said a word of prayer. And after that, we said, thank you, Lord, for allowing us to be in your presence. We really enjoyed it. And we're going to sleep now. And I tell you, things changed much more than when we knelt and prayed. So there is power in praise. There is power in praise. So if we want to be a strong church that's full of power, a family full of power, individuals full of power, we have to be people of the word, people of prayer, and people of praise and worship. Amen. Because that is where God is. He says in the Bible that he inhabits the praises of his people. He inhabits the praises of his people. He enjoys it when we get together. When you get together with your family, after dinner, before dinner, let's just worship God for a little bit. One song, two songs, that's enough. Just give him time and place in your life and your family. And God will never leave your place. God will never leave your family. God will never leave you. This I can assure you. Amen. So let us all know and believe and trust that God is in the midst. God in the middle of it all. Wherever we face, whichever we go, when we look, is God is right in the middle. Christ, the center of it all. Amen. Christ, the center of our church. This is what we preach. Christ, the same one reason. Amen. The reason Christ, the center of ourselves. We make Christ the center of our lives, of our church, of our nations. And then we will be prosperous. We will have no problems. But because we, some are in the world and some are there, and there is a lot of things that's happening. That's why the Lord has given us the word that protects his people. If you are my people, if you are my people, this is how I want you to live. This is how I want you to do things. And this is how you will make it. And I promise you, I am in the midst. And I promise you that I'll never leave you. I will never forsake you. I will be with you until the end. Amen. So we should never be discouraged, church. We should be happy that we are able to gather. We are able to talk to each other. We are able to pray. We are able to worship because God loves this. Because that's where our power is. That's where everything is about God, is in communion and in fellowship. Amen. So let us not forget this. And I'm so delighted that... Uh, uh, I was able to get this word and I've been able, I think, to give what he had put in my heart to uh, remind us and conscientize us that God in everything that we are, that we do, he is in the middle. He is right there in the center. 
We, we need not look too far. We, not, we need not ask anybody about him. He is right there in the middle of us. All we need to do is come out of our shell wherever we are and call unto him and he will reveal himself. Even if you ask him, Lord, reveal yourself to me. He will. Reveal yourself, Lord. Reveal yourself. He will. Praise the Lord. So we must stay in there and know that God is in the middle of every situation that we have. Do not be unhappy. Do not feel down. Do not feel doubtful about because of the things that you see. The enemy has a plan for this. That's how he distracts us. But Jesus told us himself, he said, in this world, this world, that is this world that we walk upon. In this world, you left tribulations, you left trials, you left all sorts of things. But he says, be of good cheer, because I have conquered the world. I have conquered. So Jesus in the center has conquered. So we have this victory in Christ. Amen. So we need to sing hallelujah all the time. Because God is with us. Amen. I told somebody one day, I said, no matter how much, I prayed for them for some sickness. I said, when it attacks you again in the night, in the middle of the night, you can't get up. You just slide down off your bed onto your knees and don't say anything. Just sing hallelujah. 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 I said, in that pain, hallelujah. 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 In that pain, hallelujah. Oh, you're groaning a little bit. Hallelujah. And I said, God is in the middle. God will come and he will touch that, that situation and you will be healed. Amen. So we need to believe and we trust in God, our God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Mm, praise the Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. I just feel like we should sing this. <laughs> it has come back. Hallelujah. 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 Jesus, we love you. Jesus, we love you. Hallelujah. Oh, we give you praise, Lord. We give you praise. We glorify your name. Father, we love you. We love you, God. In the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord. We give you glory. We give you glory, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. 
Just check my thing here. Hallelujah. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Father. Thank you, Jesus.